Welcome to Asshole Court, the podcast where a group of lifelong friends choose a controversial public figure and examine their history through available public records and various publications to determine if that person is as much of an asshole as the general public suspects. The 11-point scoring works like this. On the low side, a score of 1 equals an asshole rating equivalent to Mr. Rogers. And on the high side, a score of 11 equals an asshole rating equivalent to Hitler. Pre-show asshole scores are given, and at the end of the show, after all information has been laid out, all three judges will give their final score. The subject's final score will be the average of these three numbers. Just a reminder, our judgment has no legal weight, is strictly an opinion, and is subject to change at any time, especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously, so just don't. Justin Bieber, chances are you might have just said to yourself, that fucking guy. No matter your opinion of that guy, the facts are the facts. He's one of the highest grossing artists of all time. Hailing from a Canadian tourist town best known for its Shakespeare festival, Bieber was definitely at the right place at the right time when it came to music, the internet, and social media. From local contest winner to global pop star in just a few years, Bieber was and still is on TVs, computers, and stages around the world. Never mind that he was a multi-millionaire by the age of 15 and had already created an image of the ultimate douchebag haircut and music mostly 12-year-old girls can love. The Beebs has done a good job of keeping us entertained with his antics over the years. Today, we'll look at his career and his penchant for pissing off the neighbors, fighting in fast cars, and how it will score in our court of not-so-public opinion. Did he bang a fan backstage, losing his virginity and getting her pregnant at the same time? How strong is the correlation between douchebag and asshole? We'll answer those questions while we examine all the facts, the stories, and continue to wonder why the hell that baby song gets stuck in your head. This is Asshole Court. All right, guys. So let's get your preliminary thoughts on Justin Bieber. Mikey? Okay. I honestly don't think much about Justin Bieber. And I don't mean that in like a negative way. Like I think less of him. I just don't think about him all that often. I don't hate the kid. I don't particularly care for the kid either. I mean, he's just a guy that got really lucky in my opinion. And his music is entirely forgettable for the most part. It's not horrible, but it's just there. I don't really buy into the whole thing. For a while there, there was a huge like wave of hate for Justin Bieber, which was sort of shocking to me. I didn't understand it. I'm going to say I think he's just a kid that, you know, whatever. I, I'm, I'll give him a three and a half. No, I'll give him a four to start out because what three is like an average person. So yep. I'll give him a four to start. All right. Mikey's at a four. Buddy, what you got, bud? I think that... Justin Bieber just kind of falls into this demographic where he's incredibly talented. I mean, he's a good singer. He's a good musician, but to a very, very certain audience, uh, he's not for everybody. And I just think that he was one of those kids. I mean, he could have been any of us really in hindsight, and he just kind of blew up really quick. He was at the right age, right place, right time for the internet, making videos on YouTube, and he blew up. 
And he just all of a sudden became this kid who could have been any one of us, but had $200 million at his disposal at yep. 18 years old, where we had probably $200 in our bank account. I wish. Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really think that he is just your average kid for the most part that just was going through adolescence with a big bankroll and access to a lot of celebrities. A lot of things that your normal kids just don't have access to and was also in the spotlight and media in a time that most of us were just hanging out at friends' houses and doing all the same shit, but just at a much scaled down level. So I'm going to put Justin the B Biebers at an initial score of a 4.5. All right. Mikey at 4.0. Buddy, 4.5. Randall. I've done the research, but my initial thoughts going into it, not a huge fan of the guy, but, you know, knowing what he's done, like Buddy just said, a lot of the stuff he was doing, 90%, I won't say 90, maybe 80%, 60%, somewhere in there, of us were doing kind of the same shit. So initially, I'd probably rock him out at about a 4.0 as well. Okay. All right. You guys ready to dive in? Let's get to it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Justin Drew Bieber was born on March 1st, 1994 in London, Ontario, Canada, and was raised in the farming and tourism city of Stratford, Ontario. Stratford is actually best known for its vibrant cultural feel and the annual Stratford Shakespeare Festival that features vibrant art music scenes. Do they have Amish people up there? I don't think so. I saw some some pictures. It looks uh, very trendy, artsy fartsy. Okay, I gotcha. That kind of vibe. And yes, the city and the bordering river are named after Stratford-on-Avon, England. Ah, that's uh, hence, there we go. hence the, there the Shakespeare is. thing. There you okay. have it. Yep, it all kind of comes together there, huh? Can you imagine that? As you live in a town, they're like, what are we going to be famous for? What's that, what's that river called? Let's uh, just rename all our shit. Yeah, to, which one came first, like the chicken or the egg? Were they known for their Shakespeare festival and then they named the river afterwards? Or was it like, obviously the river was named first and they're like, let's just do our entire town about Shakespeare. And there you have it. There's a tourism trap and lots of money to be had, right? Yeah. Yeah. According to Wikipedia and childhoodbiography.com, he's the only child of Jeremy Jack Bieber. <laughs> Child, childhoodbiography.com. <laughs> you, like you like that, don't you? It's a very narrow niche. Uh, art. Yes. I don't, I don't like to think about uh, the people that click onto that website with uh, bad intentions. They're Look. like, oh, God, I wonder what he was like as a child. I hope they got a lot of pictures. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get just the facts here. Fair enough. No, I'm trying just, to get the facts funny. here. I'll, it's not that your choice of that as a source. It's just I, someone devotes their life to their website of being childhood. I mean, could you imagine sitting around in the garage being like, I need to create a website. What do you want to do it on? You know what's interesting to me? Child stars. Let's you know? do it. Yeah. <laughs> what can we call it? Uh, LittleRascal.com? Oh, no, 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 no. Sounds a little dirty. So as you do the research and you run across the different sources, the same story is on probably 10 different websites. Yeah. So you go with the one that kind of, you know, it seemed to flow and give me just straight facts. No, which totally. Is, you know, and it's whatever. tough to find like, and some of these uh, like research things, it, you're stuck with like TMZ and stuff like that. No one's oh, writing. I got sources from them too. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. No, yeah. nobody is writing like groundbreaking biographies about Justin Bieber yet. <laughs> so you're stuck with like, yeah, like TMZ, the Inquirer, yep. stuff like that. Childhoodbiography.com. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He was the only child, again, of Jeremy Jack Bieber and Patricia Patty Millette, and they were never married. 
Millette was underage when she gave birth, and her mother Diane and stepfather Bruce helped to raise her son Justin. Bruce! Bruce, Bruce! So I saw a picture of Bieber's parents around the time of his birth, and you could definitely see they were both super young when Justin was born. Yeah. The picture of his dad... He was wearing a University of Miami hat. Oh, so yeah. Think about a, a U hat in 1994. Oh, yeah. You had um, to have it. Up in Canada, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If that tells you anything about him. Well, I honestly think every town has a guy like this. There's no <laughs> way you don't. Like, his dream is, like, when him and Patty were, like, hooking up in the back of his lowrider truck, <laughs> he was sitting there talking about, like, you know, when my grandfather dies, I'm going to get some money, and I'm going to start that speaker shop that I've been talking about for the longest time. You know? Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to sell 15s. I'm going to sell bazooka tubes. I'm going to, you know, the lights that go up underneath trucks like this, girl. We're going to do well. I really like your uh, Stratford's Finest sticker on the back of your truck. You know it. Stratford's Finest. He was definitely in a car club. <laughs> he was in a car club. He was absolutely in a car club. That's a legend. We don't know. This is just- It's a spec- 100% fact. <laughs> <laughs> this is speculation based off his University of Miami hat. Yes, and the fact that if you took that Miami hat off, that he would have a spiked side part with a bowl cut. <laughs> we did not find that on childhoodbiography.com. No. No. So if you don't know uh, Miami University, the U was known for its showboating and flashy players, along with some alleged cocaine usage. But also a lot of winning in both the 80s and the early 90s. Yeah, it's the fact that his dad did cocaine at this time, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Probable, though. Possibly. Actually, I don't. I bet it's tough to score coke up in fucking like a suburban ter- ter- <laughs> well, maybe No, not. Toronto it's, it's is like a hub. A, it's That's like true. an hour or an hour and a half outside Toronto. Yeah. Looking at it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he probably drugs are everywhere. Drugs are everywhere. It's true. Yeah. Anywhere you go. But it's just how much do you pay for them is really what it boils down yeah. to. It's true. That's a whole, it's a whole, I mean, it is what it is. Supply and demand generate the market. You think there's a bunch of cowboys out in Calgary getting coked out of their mainframe? <laughs> Woo, <laughs> rodeo all day. Hey, I rode that bull for 18 seconds on this powder, bitch. <laughs> After being up for 18 days. <laughs> It's really a bunch of strychnine and vitamin yeah. B12. Yeah. Been stomped on like, oh, God, my back hurts. <laughs> Sound like we know a lot about this, but it, we, <laughs> it's just shit I've read. Asshole court does not condone the use of illegal substances Absolutely. in any way, shape, or form. All right, so early on, Bieber showed an interest in music and was gifted a drum as a young child from his mother. Bieber was quoted as saying, I was basically banging on everything I could get my hands on. Mm, a little double entendre da, coming da, from. Da. <laughs> <laughs> he said I would just whip out my stick and just start just beating it, you know, just banging everything that was in sight. The girls in preschool didn't have a chance. You know it, baby, baby. <laughs> His grandmother, who was helping to raise him, was a gifted mm. pianist. His grandmother helped raise him. Yeah, yeah that is shocking. Sure. I can't believe that a 16-year-old <laughs> with a child can't handle that shit on her own. Yeah, no. Nah, grandma and grandpa helped yes, raise, no. raise the Biebs. Yeah. She was a gifted pianist and helped teach the young Bieber piano, and he quickly picked up the guitar as well. Justin's mother enrolled him in a French-language immersion elementary school known as the Jean Selve Catholic School. Okay. Dude took elementary school in French. Yeah. Yeah, French and drum. Yep. Yeah, the instruction at the school was delivered in French, and Patty Millette has a French-Canadian root and wanted her son to continue on with her heritage. So, And her son's got a French-Canadian root. <laughs> <laughs> so how would that stack up? You know, the Asians are notorious 
for <laughs> oh, possibly lacking. You know, it's just kind of a stereotype. I think that, I remember like he made the news there for a while, but they took a picture of his donger and they were talking about how huge what? his donger was. Really? Yeah, and his dad was like, "Hell yes, my son with a huge dick, man." Really? The Beebs has a I, has a log. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't. I think that the tabloid stuff—it's always uh, selective. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to be here. Take this picture then." So you know, he probably was. As it was—he was on like some beach vacation. So he's like, "All right, I'm going to be out on the beach, and you can take this picture. I'm going to have my pants off." And then she worked it over, got his juices flowing, and he was like, "Take it, take, take it now, it. do it now." <laughs> Never was like, "Look at the fucking log on on the beach." He was like two seconds away from blowing his load. He's like, <laughs> "Do it, do it, snap, snap now." He's like, I got a semi, <laughs> man. Sorry, that was a little dirty. <laughs> From all accounts, uh, Bieber was a good student, and he attended high school at the St. Michael Catholic Secondary School at Stratford. So, coming up in the Catholic Church, Bieber began to show off his musical skill while he was in high school by competing in a number of local competitions. Yikes. Yeah. So, according to thefamouspeople.com, <laughs> you like that one? I love it. There you are. In 2007, 12-year-old Bieber secured a second-place finish against trained singers in a local singing competition in Stratford by performing Neo's So Sick. Man, how do the first-place winners feel now? Right. They're like, I beat that motherfucker. Yeah. I beat him, yeah. <laughs> it was 2000, what the fuck was it, 2007? Yeah. He did some Neo song or whatever. We did a box uh, cantata, and everybody really loved it. The fuck is a box cantata? Oh, you know, jo Johann Sebastian Bach. It was like an opera song or something. God, now I feel like a moron. No, it's just it's a very <laughs> weird thing. But I was assuming if they're going to a Catholic church that they're probably singing some shit like that. But it probably was some guy that was just like singing Hootie and the Blowfish or something. I don't know. <laughs> Let her cry. <laughs> Darius forever. <laughs> His mother initially created a YouTube account to share her son's performance with family members and friends. As his popularity grew on the channel, she continued to post more videos of him singing covers of various R&B songs. Okay. So, yeah. And, that, and I've always heard that that was Bieber's start. Yeah. Was his mom uploading his videos and he gained a little... I, you well, that's how it was. Following, but... Well, that's how Scooter Braun found him. That was through exactly his right. YouTube videos. Are those videos still on YouTube? I would imagine so. I mean, I would imagine... I would imagine it's still on his account. It would have to be, right? I mean, that's just a... Like, that's free I mean, why money. Would, why or, would you close down the account, you know? You could pull all the content and use it as bonus material. That's true. So, good segue, buddy. On his Wikipedia page, it states that when searching for videos of a different singer, Scooter Braun, a former marketing executive of So So Deaf, clicked on one of Bieber's 2007 YouTube videos by accident. Yeah. Accident, I, I feel what like this a is happy one of those, fucking accident if a, it was. I feel like it's a post facto story or whatever. They have to create this whole like background story like we just found him. And oh, it was incredible. Click, and that's my thing. Like you accidentally clicked on that video. It's possible. You, but I mean, think it's, about it. You're a record executive. You're trying to find the next whoever it is out there. I mean, you spend hours a day just searching through YouTube trying to find anything because fuck, you could find something that could make you fucking billionaire he was trying to find someone else yeah. and he said he accidentally clicked on Bieber. so i don't know when you search youtube videos I, it'll show you obviously the name of the video who it is a little preview of what they look like yeah i don't want to he wasn't clicking for little boys was he no I, I doubt it but they said hey uh, scooter uh got this guy's name is rusty what? siever you're a grown hey, fucking man you go by scooter well and i'm not trying to badmouth him i don't know the dude i don't know shit about scooter mm -hmm. braun he's obviously very successful yeah. so Big daps, but Scooter, grown man. 
I, it's probably one of those nicknames you just stick to you like Mikey and you can never get rid of even this when you're true. bumping up on the 40 years old. And I'll, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's, while it's, it, it sounds like a very adolescent nickname, it's borderline cool. It could be okay. Scooter. But I like, I just like to imagine the story behind him missing on, on Rusty Seaver and he picks up Justin Bieber instead. <laughs> and, he's like, and that Rusty Seaver's crying. He's like, so close. God, so close. They said the music exec was going to look at my shit. <laughs> I had all the numbers except for the Powerball. God damn it. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Right? You so, $100. Yeah. Scooter Braun tracked down the theater where Bieber was performing and located Bieber's school and finally contacted his mom, Patty, who was reluctant because of Braun's Judaism. Whoa. Yup. Whoa. How would you pick that up right off the rip? But is he like, hey, Patty, check it out. I'm just a Jewish guy that's trying to pick up your son and make him a star. Oh, my God. Was I some Braun? Yeah, but Braun, I don't. If, th- you're, I think if his if name was Catholic, like Goldstein, then you'd be like. I am not accusing anyone, but if you are possibly an anti-Semite, you might pick up on Jewish last names. That's true, but I just—I've never known Braun to be like specifically like super Jewish, like Ryan Braun. I know he's a Jewish baseball player. Yeah, I guess it is. But I think of like the Brawny man. Was he a Jew? <laughs> that's what the redneck W. W. Brawny. Brawny was just the Tom Selleck. Yeah. Brawny was just Tom Selleck getting his, like, it was his night job. Yeah. As the Brawny man? Yeah, they're like, do you film Magnum P.I. during the day and at nighttime he gets the extra money for being the Brawny man? We're going to photo shoot you and then uh, make you kind of a cartoon character. Yeah. And yeah. really kind of bring out your chest and your arms yeah. and we're keeping that fucking stash, bro. You have to. Hold this axe and then reach into this tiny person's house and hand them this paper towels or whatever it is. <laughs> All right, quote from Justin Bieber's mother, Patty. She remembered praying, God, I give him to you. You could send me a Christian man, a Christian label. And God, you don't want this Jewish kid to be Justin's man, do you? Oh, dude. Like, uh, should we be doing the show about his mom? <laughs> I mean, probably. and his dad. We could probably I mean, that's uh, a whole uh, pair another. together. First of all, the the hypocrisy of it all, where like you're getting fucking balled out in the back of a lowrider truck, <laughs> popping a kid out at 16, and then being like, "Dear Lord, <laughs> please, I tried to live under all your rules except for the one about premarital sex." <laughs> you know, it's just so hypocritical. It's fucking lame. I didn't see that coming. Honestly, no Doing the research for the show. I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, this major record label executive came to sign yeah. your son. You're like, well, he's Jewish. Not yeah. sure about that. And you're like, what's your beef with the Jews? She's like, they killed the Lord. <laughs> it was actually uh, the church elders that persuaded her to let him go. They said, huh? go, let him go with the Jew. They let said, him go. And if he comes back to you, it's meant to be. Yeah. I know. And then, like, for her to actually just go out there and say this in public, be like, well, I was praying that it wouldn't be a Jewish man. I'm like, do you have not any, yeah. like, self-awareness whatsoever? Just say, like, oh, I was really fucking stoked, man. I'm rich <laughs> as fuck now. Thank you, Jewish guy. Right. So, it was a fast rise for Bieber. The next few years, he was catapulted into the spotlight. I would love to actually see him get catapulted <laughs> into a spotlight, <laughs> like a Batman signal. And you just see arms and legs kicking in the Batman's thing instead of the bat shield. It's the arms and legs of Justin Be- and his fucking hair flapping. He said, oh, no, it's the beep signal. <laughs> so as he was caught catapulted into the spotlight at age 13, Bieber came to Atlanta, Georgia with Braun to hey. record demo tapes. Bieber began singing for Usher one week later. Okay. Moves to Atlanta. A week later, he's singing demo tapes 
for Usher. Well, Scooter yep. Braun had the hookup with everybody because he was with, what was it, uh, Def Jam? So, so Def. So, 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 so Def. Def. Yeah. yeah, so he knows everybody. That's why he went to Atlanta. Jermaine Dupree. That's it. Yep. He was like, I got this kid, man. There you go. He looks like a lesbian. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Usher talked about it a little bit. He said something along the lines of, my trajectory and Bieber, our success was about the same, but mm. I was able to ramp up into it where Justin was just thrown right into it. It's a little bit tougher, I, yeah. I think, for, for Justin, because all of a sudden it was just like literally like had, on and off. Like I had no switch. idea who this kid was. And then one time I was like checking out at Target and there was just a stack of fucking CDs and everybody was talking about him. I was like, where did this kid come from? He came from a uh, some sort of Catholic church where his mom hates Jews. In so. Canada. Yeah, In absolutely. Canada. Where a, a Jewish man found him, brought him to Atlanta yeah, yeah. and Ursher put him on the map. Yeah. But so, it was right at that time when, you know, like the internet was taking off really by storm. I mean, mm-hmm. the internet had been around for a while, but I mean, those sites like YouTube and everything else was just really starting to pick up. Oh, yeah. 06 was the year that Time Magazine made us all person of the year. Remember that? Oh, the what was the official title? It was uh, who was the person of the year 2006? It said, uh, I think it was like you. And it was a mirror in a computer screen because that was the year Staring YouTube blew the computer up. Tube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because YouTube had blown up to such an extent that it was like everybody. I remember it seemed so exciting when it first happened. You're like, oh, I can put my own videos up and everybody can see it. And now you're like, Jesus. Now we've got kids on there playing with toys, making more than most parents make. Not even playing with toys. They're just opening packages. It's more than they're making in their annual income. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. You were chosen in 2006 as Time Magazine's Person of the Year. The magazine set out to recognize the millions of people who anonymously contribute user-generated content to wikis and other websites such as Wikipedia, YouTube, MySpace, Facebook, and other multitudes of websites featuring user contribution. That's why I always put that on my on my resume, that I was uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year. <laughs> and, and I'm not lying. Fucking right. That's great. It is great I'm because then if, they do, if they recognize it and they're like, yeah, dude, we all were, then I'm like, good joke, right? But if they don't, they're like, that's really impressive. Wow. Wow. They're like taking it to their boss like, hey, I think we got somebody here. I do some hiring in my line of work. If I saw that, goddamn right, I'm going to Google it and be like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) clever, clever. Me and you can work together, my friend. (laughs) Are you Jewish, though? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, once Usher brought him down to Atlanta, Bieber was soon signed to Raymond Braun Media Group. So there's his real name, Raymond. Yeah. Ray- no, Usher Raymond. Raymond, Usher. Raymond. Yeah. Usher. Oh, yeah, it was Usher. Scooter Braun, yeah. Raymond Braun. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it was Usher and Scooter's joint collab, yo. Yeah. That's and they've sense. signed a bunch of people. Sure. Uh, I forget who they are off their, you know, just off the bat. But I mean, it's uh, like at least like six, seven people who yeah. are just dominating that scene right now. Functionally, they're venture capitalists. Sure. They yeah. No, absolutely. Looking for the next big thing. Yep. Yeah, next big hit. So Wikipedia and all the other sources I uh, looked at said Justin Timberlake was also reported in the running to sign Bieber, but he lost the bidding war to Usher. Cry me a river. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, could you imagine what life would be like to sing in high school competitions in Stratford, Ontario, Canada, and then within a month or so, Usher and JT are fighting over to sign you. I imagined Jeez. it all the time when I was that age. It just didn't happen that way. I also <laughs> imagined that I was going to actually... Hook up and date Salma Hayek when I went on a fanatic. Dude, you absolutely thought you could date. If you said if I could meet her, I would have a chance. That's totally like, true. Dude, shut the fuck yeah, up. But Bieber it, might actually have a chance to date. Well, her. yeah, not any. Well, maybe so still. But I'm saying like at that age, like the world is your oyster. Like you honestly feel like you're capable of anything. And you're like, also, you have this idea in your head. You're like, my life is basically a movie. So it's going to end 
like a really good movie here. I, I feel like it's a common dream. It's just that it actually happened to him. He won the Powerball. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, Usher whipped out his black book and called up his buddies. <laughs> Holy shit. What? I thought- <laughs> his black book. <laughs> Continue. His list of contacts. He said, please continue, Governor. <laughs> so after Usher whips out his black book and calls a few buddies to see about getting Bieber a home label, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. L.A. Reed of Island Def Jam Music signed Bieber to Island Records in October 2008 when Bieber was 14 years old. 14. Jeez. Yeah. All right. So around I was the- in seventh grade, I think, at the time, or eighth grade eighth at grade. the time. Yeah. Eighth grade. Beginning of ninth grade. You turned 15 in ninth grade, I think. Yeah, you turned 15 in ninth grade. So, yeah, I was in eighth grade at 14. Man. That dude was catching, like, million-dollar checks when I was first feeling a boob. Yeah. Yeah. Good for, good for Beeb. Different kind of first base. Shit. <laughs> uh, so, around the same time, Bieber then moved to Atlanta with his mother to pursue his dreams, working with Braun and Usher. Braun became Bieber's manager in 2008. While recording his first album, Bieber released his first single titled, One Time... Was it with the Jamaican Patois and all that like that? <laughs> what Steven time? Seagal. Was Steven Seagal involved? <laughs> there you go. Nice. Nice reference there, buddy. All right. So Bieber released his first single titled One Time and finally released his uh, first release in extended play entitled My World. And it was released on November 17th, 2009. Hey! hey! Mikey's date of birth. And that's it. He wasn't born in 2009, so there's no. that. He's not. I was born 10. spiritually when that album came out, though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. My world, I'm living in his world. Took Man. it to the next level. He did, yeah. My world was eventually certified platinum in the U.S. and double platinum in both Canada and the U.K. 15 years old and a double platinum album. Think yeah. about that. I mean, That's ridiculous. Ninth grade, man. 10th grade, and you're double platinum in two countries and platinum in the U.S. I can't imagine selling like three albums now if I tried outside of a gas station. <laughs> hey, man, you like hip hop? <laughs> Check out my mixtape. Yeah. I've gotten probably two mixtapes that have been worth a shit. And when I say worth a shit, it's like 10 seconds of one of the two tracks. That You're talking are like, about like, oh, the that's kind of a cool beat. And the other 40 I've gotten walking out of the gas stations in not so great part of town. Yeah. All trash, unfortunately. You're a good guy, though. I just do they had like, you know hip hop. I'm like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Could you find someone else that's more white than me? And they're like, so do you want to buy it? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> they're always give them out. Every time I ran into them, they're trying to sell for like five bucks. Oh, I'm not paying. Yeah, no, I don't. You know. Well, well and, I did. Hence never seeing them. Yeah, or hence never having them. All right, so although the dude is a talented musician, like we've already kind of talked about, his timing could not have been better. Social media was starting to get big. YouTube had already gotten him to where he was at, and the numbers of albums or downloads, they were all available to the masses at this point. So, question. Could you imagine what a band like the Beatles or Elvis Presley would have been like if he or they would have had the same exposure uh, social media-wise and just general internet wise as Justin Bieber. How I mean, how how would you try to kind of compare that apples to apples? I mean, I don't think you can, you know, but well, it's kinda of like when the Beatles went on the um Ed Sullivan show. Exactly. Sixty four. Oh my god. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah. like they were just in every living room they were everywhere huge, around. And there was like singular channels for exposure though at that time. So what would be more interesting to me would be to see 
Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd's fucking Instagram feed when he eats too much acid and loses his shit, <laughs> oh, shaves his eyebrows shit. off. Had a pretty weird day. Hashtag too much acid. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine Ozzy Osbourne having access to social media back in oh, the seventies? Jim Morrison, you're like, I'm so tired of seeing this guy's dick. <laughs> so like, he gets banned from Instagram. You're like, there it is. Dick. Oh my god, Kurt Cobain is so depressed. Yeah, all he ever posts about is sad shit. Sad shit. Yeah. Oh I man, what's, he he's his up wife. in his attic right now. What's going on now? He's going live. Damn, buddy. When's the last time he tweeted? <laughs> When's the last time we heard from old Kurt? I, honestly, though, like the shit you hear about these live Facebook deaths, God damn! Like, how? Let's avoid this one. All right, yeah, we'll <laughs> it's just a real dark. We're having a fun time. <laughs> hey, man, you guys want to talk about the Rwandan genocide while we talk about Beaver? <laughs> Shit's fucked up. They had like machetes and shit. Uh, yeah, touche, my man. <laughs> but yeah, Jim Morrison's dick in leather pants on Instagram. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I went up this morning and I got myself a beer and I took a picture of my dick and I put it on Instagram. All the comments like, put a shirt on. I love you, Jim. Oh, it would be so many like just thirsty ass chicks like, oh, it's so sweet. I love the Lizard King snake. <laughs> so the next few years of his life, Bieber was all over TVs and media. For teenagers, he was a heartthrob, and just to be honest, for everyone over the age of 20, about 90% of us thought of him as a douchey, high-voiced biatch with a fucking lame haircut. Yeah, that haircut was notorious. Brother, it had... Oh, man, it was. The haircut became Bieber's trademark when he was younger, so much so that it had a nickname. From an article that I read in Vanity Fair from a 2011 February write-up, it said, Call it the flip and switch, the flow, or the twitch. The Bieber hairstyle with sideswept bangs that could end about an inch past where the Beatles snipped theirs off is everywhere. No doubt the haircut had swept the nation. I think every uh, fucking suburban white kid aged 10 to 16 probably rocked this shitty haircut yeah. at some point. <clears throat> Believers across the world united. Yeah, I mean, but the thing too is like at any given moment, there's like a singular hairstyle that like 80% of males are rocking. Think about that flip and switch bullshit. So think all those kids that had the long hair kind of dangling down, they do that little fucking head twitch yeah. to get their bangs out of their eyes. Yeah. What is that? The version of like the 80s bowl cut? <sighs> well, the bowl cut was big in the 90s, wasn't it? Like that's when we were rocking bowl cuts. Is that when it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. 80s was the feathered butt cut. Ah, Along yeah. with maybe the rat tail. The rat tail was, yes, that was. That was 80s for sure. Late 80s to very early 90s. So my hair never, it, it was thick where it grew like a horseshoe around my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in the back, I would try to grow a rat tail. And you know, like a true rat tail will grow long and kind of curly uh -huh. and look like a rat's tail. I kind of just had this like thick strip of hair. That came down. <laughs> they just fucked up and missed the cut. You yeah. had a landing strip oh, on the yeah. back of your neck. Oh, and my mom. Bless her heart, dude. She is a fucking master barber. Used to put my football number in my head. She would oh, shave man. my football number in nice. head. Give me a rat tail bowl cut. She she knew all the trendy cuts back yeah. then. Yeah. Bless her for doing that. I would never let my kid. If my son was like, hey, shave my number into my head, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking that shit. So douchey haircut and all, Bieber was headlining some of the biggest events and for some of the biggest names. His Wikipedia page reads, Bieber performed Ron Miller and Brian Wells someday at Christmas for U.S. President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama at the White House for Christmas in Washington, which aired on December 20th, 2009. 
on TNT. That's got to suck to be the president and have to pretend like you like that shit. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, no, he's a big fan. You know, he's 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 a, he's a, he's a huge star. It'll it'll give you that demographic. The young people will think that you're into it, and he's just like, well, uh, the Beebs is uh, coming by tonight. He's gonna sing for us, and we'll we'll appreciate it. We'll like it. It'll be great. There you go. Exactly. And he's just like, man, I just want to put on Stevie Wonder's fucking album right now. Funny, a little correlation coming up with okay. the Beebs and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. We'll see in a second. Actually, so, I think that Public Enemy was probably Barack Obama's choice uh, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Ironically enough, I want to say it's on Twitter. Like the top ten people on there, like Barack Obama's number one, and Beebs is like three or oh, something man. like that. Yep. And like Katy Perry might be two or there something you go. like that. And that's the uh, yeah, priorities there. So within a month, Bieber was also one of the performers for Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. So honestly, uh, playing for President Obama and then hitting the stage for the Seacrest New Year's special in the same month. Honestly, like, how do you not become a global star at that point? Think about that. Like, you play for the president and then for Seacrest New Year's Eve. That's the, it went, you know, if you're sitting at home not doing shit on New Year's and you're watching one of them, mm-hmm. that's the one to watch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Of course. So Bieber picked up where he left off in 2009 and in January 2010... Baby was released from his debut album, My World 2.0. He got real fucking original with the second album being yeah. My World 2.0 yeah. versus My World. Just My World. The my original. World. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And since it was, he was obviously a computer program. <laughs> the album debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, making Bieber the youngest solo male act to top the chart since Stevie Wonder hey. in 1963. Jesus, man. what a correlation! Yeah, yeah. no Bieber doubt, man. If you, fucking Stevie that's Wonder. like if you're a baseball player and they you match a stat with Babe Ruth and Ted Williams, mm-hmm. or you're a football player and you match a stat with like Jerry Rice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like here's here's one thing. Here's there. one thing I'll say, and this isn't me being like music snobby, but in 40 years, people will still be listening to Stevie Wonder songs. I don't think you're gonna have a lot of people that are still jamming Justin Bieber. I would probably agree. Baby is a timeless record. That's <laughs> yeah, I honestly, because I was sure, like, Baby was the first time I ever heard him. I honestly, in my mind, I'm like, I is it like, Baby, Baby, Baby. Oh! Okay, that's so the one. The hook. That's the one. But, you know, there's going to be, you know, people in the future. That, yeah. You know, just like right now, oh, there's yeah. people that are like, teenagers that are like, I was born in the wrong decade. No. I'm just my soul. It's right, 100% true. Right. But the thing for me is like, with Stevie Wonder, is like, I wasn't born in the 60s. So I didn't have, like, there was no nostalgia for me. It's just like, that was just fucking great music. So you're like, oh, I'll go back and listen to that. Right. I still listen to it. I was listening to it the other night, just listening through Stevie Wonder's the Songs in the Key of Life. And you're like, it's just a great fucking album. And I just doubt it'll be the same way for the majority of people. Sure. Oh, makes sense. So the album, My World 2.0, debuted at number one in Canada. Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand, and reached the top ten in fifteen other countries. Yeah, right, like, yeah talk yeah, about global pop star. I mean, we worldwide, <laughs> yes. we the best, right? So many records, Bieber. So by July 2010, it was reported that Bieber was the most searched for celebrity on the internet. Mm. Most searched for celebrity. That's that's a wide reach. I would What's say. What's scary too is a lot of the people that are searching are like adult women. Or uh, lesbians, or like middle school women. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, but you, there has to the be force that they there, make up. Well, it's true, there is, but I'm saying I'm not saying the majority, but I'm saying there had to be some women that were like in their fucking thirties that were probably like just Bieber. What are they? What were his fans called? Like believers, believers, believers. There were like thirty five year old women that were believers. It's really With any weird star, you're going to find that. I know it's just very weird to me. So the same month 
his music video for Baby surpassed Lady Gaga's Bad Romance as the most viewed and also the most disliked YouTube video ever. Yeah, you can't yeah. get that big without a backlash. Right. No, I mean, and that's probably the general public giving them, you know, a little yeah. bit of their opinion. You get that possibly. big and people hate you just for being that big. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you said earlier, got lucky. You know what I mean? He yeah. was on YouTube and got found yeah. by, you know. Even if you don't acknowledge it, there's a little bit of bitterness inside everybody that's like, I wish that was me. Yeah. And yeah. envy. Of uh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody's a little envious. Can't help it. In September 2010, it was reported that Bieber accounted, like you said, buddy, for 3% of all traffic on Twitter. Fuck. According to an employee on the social networking site. So just think about that. I mean, how far his reach was. 3% yeah. of the volume all on Twitter. Twitter. I think he was the Bieber. first big star on Instagram, too. And that's how they actually launched Instagram, was paying him to put out a photo. And that, I remember when I it happened. I thought that uh, Instagram originally was just like a platform for uh, photographers. Well, no, that, I'm saying, but it it was like a Twitter, but with, like visually oriented as opposed to like text, right? So you would post a picture and that would be the main thing. And I remember his first picture, I want to say, if I remember correctly, was him taking a picture of like the highway while he was going to the airport and he put it out there and that's when it blew, blew up. up and really all of a sudden huh. Instagram went completely and it was smart on their part. They're like, oh, look, we're going to pay this dude like yeah. half a million dollars. Posts up, but he's three percent of fucking Twitter's. Yeah. Uh, so he owns think the social media shit. Yeah. Sure. So as soon as he did that, Instagram got blown up, and then I think it was just a couple years later they got bought by Facebook for like a billion dollars. Billion with a B. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bieber, but that was actually Bieber grossly undervalued too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. I mean, it's, Facebook got a fucking steal mm, on that deal. Yeah, certainly. Big Zuck pulling another. Zuck pulling another one. Zuck the cuck. Bieber's third studio <laughs> album. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Nice. Uh, so and that's how Asshole Court got banned from Facebook. Yes. No, <laughs> we say kidding. Zuck. Wait, what was it? Zuck the cuck, but I, <laughs> I don't even, you know, whatever. It's It was cool. I like He's it. He's a robot. His third studio album, uh, Believe, was released on June 19th, 2012 in a shocking twist. Bieber debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, yeah. becoming the fourth number one album. Guaranteed. Four number ones. Yep. The right album, place, right time. Yeah, man. the album sold 57 cocks. 57 cocks. <laughs> Absolutely. Sold 57,000 copies in its first week in Canada, debuting atop the Canadian albums chart as well. We're just so proud of him. Hey. Oh, hey. So proud, eh? We got our maple syrup and our Justin Bieber, <laughs> eh? it. Right, it is. Rick Moranis, Justin Bieber. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne. Is Wayne Canadian? I yeah. guess he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Also, Norm MacDonald. We're yeah. known for a lot of things. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to going to Tim Hortons here. In I've heard what was that dude lately. from Dawson's Creek? Oh, uh, Vanderbeek? James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. Nice call. Sorry, James. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about your career. <laughs> Sorry eh? about your career. Eh? Oh, if there's it. any Canadians listening, they're like, That's, you guys, you guys are just suck. Fucking Fuck, <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. Sorry, Canada. So the Island Def Jam Music Group got busted up, and in April 2014, Bieber and a number of artists were subsequently transferred to another Universal Music-related division, Def Jam Recordings. There you go. Yeah, everybody's probably familiar with Def Jam. Oh, yeah. Causing him to no longer be signed to Island Records. Um, Let's get to the meat potatoes of why Mr. Bieber is being summoned to the courtroom. So, 
TMZ used to be a tabloid, but it's crazy how accurate they've been with reporting over the years and how much they've kind of turned into a credible source. I know we talked a little bit about the sourcing of this yeah, earlier. Relatively credible it's a, it's compared all, to what they it's were. It's all general record, you know what I mean? But honestly, like TMZ back in the day, I used to think of it as like the National Enquirer. It's basically, it's basically it's just, what it was. It's celebrity. It's like a star magazine is the way I think about it. They're just totally focused on celebrity. But they are getting pretty accurate. Yeah, some of it can know? be accurate. Yeah, yeah paparazzi prime time. Yeah. So, according to a TMZ article from March 27, 2013, Justin Bieber spit in his neighbor's face and threatened to kill him after the neighbor dared to tell the singer he was driving recklessly. Oh. All right. So, let's look at that. You said 2013? 2013. So, he's 19 years old. Yep. Driving around. And what happened now? Justin Bieber spit in his neighbor's face and threatened to kill him after the neighbor dared to tell the singer he was driving recklessly. And that's exactly what the neighbor told sheriff's deputies. I'm more mad about him spitting in the face than the driving recklessly, to be honest, man. At that age, you know, a lot of us are just assholes or whatever. I can see us driving too fast, and that is dangerous and stupid. But, like, there's never an excuse for spitting in someone's face. That is the ultimate, like, knockout fucking Oh, uh, dude, you spit uh, in my face. It's yeah. on and fucking yeah. popping. Yeah, the yeah. ultimate sign of disrespect. Yeah. yeah I, no. It's only a step, like... One slight step below, you've blown your load on my back when I'm not looking, dude. <laughs> it's, it's everything about it is just insanely wrong, dude. So, not cool. Yeah, no. Law enforcement and the neighbors told TMZ that Bieber hawked a loogie in the man's face during a heated confrontation. We're told that Justin's Ferrari had arrived on a flatbed truck around 8 a.m. and Justin decided to take it for a ride in the gated community. A number of neighbors say Justin was driving insanely fast. The neighbors complaining it was over 100 miles an hour. So you have multiple sources at this point. Yeah. They're all saying kind of the yes. same thing. 100 miles an hour in the neighborhood, bro. Dude. Yeah, in a gated community. Yeah. And if he had wiped out into a big giant stone mailbox, it would be like, it was taken too young. It was so tragic. It would be so tragic. All right. It was a 47-year-old successful businessman. No no shit, right? You live in Justin Bieber's neighborhood? Yeah. yeah you're I thought he worked successful. at the gas station. Yeah, no shit. It's panhandler. Mm-hmm. And father of three went onto Justin's Calabasas property and screamed, You can't drive like this! The man told deputies Justin responded by saying, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> and I he, can drive like this! You just saw me! And then you he saw spit it. in the guy's face and said, I'm going to fucking kill you! Oh. The man filed a battery report, and we're told that he wants Bieber prosecuted and will not back down. Sources connected to Justin's security team told TMZ that there was no physical contact between the singer and the neighbor. Well, they're paid, so obviously there's a conflict of interest here. Right. Well, unfortunately, there was a lot of uh, physical violence, yeah. and, uh, but we're going to work that out. You know, initially, I'd think, oh, Justin Bieber spit on me and cussed at me. I'll be able to sue him. If you live next that guy door, doesn't Justin, give a fuck he doesn't about that. give a fuck about that. He just that. wants his three kids to not get run the fuck over by yeah. some eighteen-year-old. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, I, cool. yeah, no. You, at that point, there's no vindiction. It's just no. fuck you, kind oh, of. Yeah, and, and he's probably scared thinking, that like his daughters are gonna go fuck him or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, first of all, his daughters may be like seven, right? Well, hey, <laughs> oh, I'm thinking they're eight. Down the road. Well, you know, down the road. Down the road. Yeah, yeah. they're right. believers. Yeah, sorry. An article from Rolling Stone on March 29, 2013, just two months after the spitting on the neighbor incident, reported that police are investigating the singer for reckless driving after witnesses, including former NFL star Keyshawn Johnson, Ooh. complained that Bieber had been driving too fast through their gated community in Los Angeles. 
Johnson was outside with his three-year-old daughter when Bieber raced by in a white Ferrari. This motherfucker's got some awesome cars, but he is driving way too fast yeah, in the fucking neighborhood, He's worth obviously. a couple hundred million. He's, no, he's going to drive a Yugo, I guess. This is great. So upset, the former wide receiver got in his fucking Prius and followed Bieber <laughs> to his home nearby. I would never I have Keyshawn. Keyshawn in a Prius? I would never have Keyshawn as a Prius driver. I did driver. not see Keyshawn in a Prius coming, but that <laughs> I was I would love to awesome. see that chase it's scene, like though, this, like on TMZ. It's like the scene in the office when Andy confronts Dwight with it, but he moves up in silent mode in the Prius. And just oh, hell yeah. The wall. Hell yeah, Pins absolutely. him against the wall. Yeah. Yep. Johnson prevented Bieber's garage door from closing and told the singer he wanted to talk about Bieber's reckless driving. Bieber went into his house without speaking, according to the record. Sheriff's deputies arrived after receiving two calls about the speeding incident, though Bieber wouldn't talk to them either. His security detail declined to talk to us based on the advice of counsel. I bet he wasn't about to spit in Keyshawn's face. Dude, could you imagine watching Keyshawn bust his fucking punk oh, ass? Dude. You can imagine how this went down. Keyshawn goes to his house in his Prius. Bieber's like, oh God, He's somebody's like, following me. And all of a sudden, yeah, no, this giant of a man yeah. is standing between you and your garage door, like, get the fuck out of your yeah. car. I imagine he probably walked over to the passenger side and Bieber fucking jumped out and yeah. ran in the house. And I'm Bieber's, going inside. Yeah. Bieber's got security everywhere, too. Oh, yeah. No, the cop, yeah, the cops said he wouldn't even talk to them. Yeah. So the pop star finally went behind bars for the first time in, on January 24th, 2014, as he was arrested in Miami Beach for DUI. Resisting arrest and driving without a valid license. All uh, vehicle related. Yeah. What did he blow? Did they give the blow on there? It didn't have it on there. But he did tell the cops that he had drank alcohol, smoked a little bit of marijuana, and taken Xanax. All right. Pretty faded. Yeah, absolutely. The toxicology report confirmed all three of those. A CNN article detailed the arrest. A Miami Beach officer saw Bieber driving a yellow Lamborghini in a race against a red Ferrari in a residential area of Miami Beach. The cars were speeding at about 55 to 60 miles an hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. So, like, I mean, I mean, that's... it, it might have been just the beginning of the race and they saw the cop, is what I'm thinking. They just didn't know how to drive those shits. They can't get into the gear quick enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're yeah, like, really, what in the second clutch. gear, yeah. literally, at that. <laughs> Two black SUVs blocked the traffic at 26th and Pine Drive, which facilitated an open road for the two cars to race. The officer pulled Bieber's car over, but the singer was not cooperating with the officer's instructions. I'm not getting out, man. At first, he was a little bit belligerent, Officer Martinez said, using some choice words, questioning why he was being stopped and why the officer was even questioning him, he said. Do you know who I am? Yeah, you oh, know yeah. that was coming out. He allegedly ignored a police officer's request to keep his hands on the car while he did a cursory pat down for weapons. The report said, I ain't got no fucking weapons. The, uh, he said, you got a baton right here. <laughs> oh, that's just your dick, Biebs. <laughs> My bad, big guy. The arresting officer quoted Bieber as saying, why do you have to search me? What the fuck is this about? The arrest report describes Bieber as having a flushed face, bloodshot eyes, and the odor of alcohol in his breath. Bieber failed the sobriety test. They said he failed it miserably and wound up having alcohol, weed, and Xanax in the system. Honestly, though, a 19-year-old kid getting fucked up and driving, it's unfortunate behavior, but Pretty you, fucking common. What do you think Beaver's drink of choice is? Vodka Zemas. cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he's Seagram's. a beer guy. It's something Hard like seltzer. Yeah. What's the uh, whiskey from Canada that... Fireball. Or Can- Canadian Club. Yikes. Oh, there you go. Seagram 7. Yeah. I'm drinking Canadian Club and what's... Is there a I think Canadian we can name soda? more liquors that are famous from Canada than people that are famous from Canada. You'd be surprised though. There's I mean, a lot the of The king famous- of Canada is Tom Green. 
<laughs> Where's my dinner bitch statue? When I think of Tom Green, unfortunately, I know he's got cancer. And Is can- no, yeah. he, he beat it. He had testicular huh. cancer. He beat that a while ago. In fact, they I saw the video of them removing his balls. Yeah, I Ball. remember the little skit yeah. about it. Yeah, no, in his show, the Tom Green show. You remember the Where's My Dinner Bitch mm-hmm. statue? That I don't shit. remember that. Oh, I remember when he uh, when he airbrushed a lesbian sex scene onto his mom's the hood of, of her car. The car? And, it and then was, was driving around? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, look, say what you want. Tom Green's show was the shit when we were kids. Yeah, it was. A New York Daily News article from July 9th, 2014, talked about Bieber's then latest legal issues involving the egging of a neighbor's house. The neighbors charged that Bieber hurled at least a dozen raw eggs at their ritzy roost in January, causing at least twenty thousand dollars in damage. Fuck, to the, 20, yeah, twenty G's, bro, on an egging. And I what saw did he the hit, a fucking Fabergé egg doors, doors in the surrounding area yeah. around it. it. I don't know. He ended up getting fined a total of like eighty thousand dollars for that incident. Yeah. Wow! Imagine that—a fucking egging that cost you eighty thousand dollars. And again, this is like some juvenile shit that yeah. I think we're all kind of familiar with. Oh, most certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about the egging. I've, I mean, it sucks. But like, again, yeah, it's just. But it's a, almost a rite of passage as like being a teenage boy yeah. for the most part. It's uh, it's pretty mild. Yeah. All right. So the one item that did hit tabloids back in 2011 was pretty serious. Bieber was accused of snagging a fan out of the first row and having security invite her back to the dressing room. An article from the UK Daily Mail claims that the lady, the victim, was approached by a security guard while seated in the front row of the Stars concert and asked if she wanted to meet the singer backstage. She said, immediately, it was obvious that we were mutually attracted to one another and we began to kiss. Shortly thereafter, Justin Bieber suggested that I go with him to a private place where we could be alone. I agreed to go with him and on the walk to the private area, he told me he wanted to make love to me and this was going to be his first time. Hmm. We went inside, and immediately his personality changed drastically. He began touching me, repeatedly saying he wanted to fuck the shit out of me. <laughs> I was just changing gears real quick. Yep. Like he's on his Ferrari. Hell I yeah. just want to love you down I'm going to so downshift much. this motherfucker. He says, I'm going to shove my thumb right up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> At this time, I asked him to put on a condom for protection, but he insisted that he did not want to. In his own words. He said, I've got a garden glove I'm going to put on right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got a trash bag, bitch? <laughs> He said that it, because it was his first time, he wanted to feel everything. She said to have described the intercourse as brief, lasting about 30 seconds. Uh, we've all been there. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, in your first time, 30 seconds? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, hell, hell. That's pretty good. Usually it's a two-pump chump there your you first go around. You know what I mean? Let's just be real. All right. The news of Biebs becoming a father hit the tabloids for the first few months, and uh, his clean mi- image as of that time had been a bit tarnished. The suit didn't last long. Bieber vehemently denied the claims and would agree to take a paternity test. Although the accuser dropped the paternity suit, she said she would follow up with the civil suit. And nothing I researched after that really came of it. I think that's bullshit, to be honest. Yeah, no, honestly, I mean, we've talked before, and I love the ladies, but sometimes bitches be crazy. Well, I think the problem is is that like, he was like, I will take the paternity test. She's like, never mind. Yeah. I mean, no, so absolutely. we're dropping everything. Called her, she, he called her bluff. Well, you know? that and the way that she describes it, she was like, it was obvious we were super attracted to each other. And then, you know, you're like, dude, this is like a fantasy in your head. Now, maybe it did happen or whatever. Maybe she is carrying his child. But I'm pretty sure if you have Justin Bieber's child, you're going to rock that paternity test and get that money. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. You're taking that paternity test. It's, yeah. I mean, that's your lottery ticket yeah. right there. Yep. Absolutely. So it seems as though Bieber 
grew up a bit. As he hit his early 20s, he continued to join his money and fame. He dated Selena Gomez a few times for a few years, and now Bieber became engaged to Haley Baldwin on July 17th. 2018. Is that like Alec Baldwin's daughter? No, that's actually Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Oh. Our favorite actor from the 90s from such hits as The Usual Suspects and Half-Baked. And also, didn't he get into like skateboarding for Christ? I don't know about that. I think so. One of the Baldwin brothers did. One of the lesser Baldwins. See, I just remember Stephen Baldwin from Half-Baked, the MacGyver smoker. You know, yeah, no. All yeah. I need is an avocado, an ice pick, <laughs> and a snorkel. Yeah. I've made bongs out of less. Go! That's right. He was in Biodome 2, and it was funny. And oh, shit. Biodome 2 yeah. with Polly Shore. Yeah, yeah. And But I think that, like I said, I think he got into, once his career went to the shitter, he started like doing like skateboarding for Christ or something. So like, yeah, he's, <laughs> what, was he gonna like skateboard across America? I don't know. I think it was like remember back in the nineties, the one Vert move where they do the Christ Air. Yeah, Christ <laughs> Air. He just Tony does Hawk it, all day. He right just there. does it over and over and over and over again. I think it was Bucky Lusick. Yeah, uh, Bucky, Bucky Lasik. Bucky Lasik. Yeah, or Lasik. Lasik. Yeah. yeah. In the Tony Hawk original game that had the Christ Air. Yeah, it was. Uh, sure, yeah. That it game was, was so fucking dope. Yeah. Oh, that game man. was dope, man. Christian Hasoy was the one that invented the Christ Air. Really? Yep. Okay. Man, I saw Tony Hawk got paid out for yeah. those games. Like, that dude is so paid. Dude, so paid. Uh, he went in, I remember it was like maybe for like Tony Hawk 2 or Tony Hawk 3. He went to go have a uh, lunch with the guy who was his contact from okay. there. And uh, he was like, we're going to have a really good lunch. Can't wait to see you there. And Tony was like, holy shit. Like, I'm getting my bonus today. Like, maybe I'm going to get like a million bucks. Yeah. Dude cut him a check for $4 million right on the spot. Dude, everybody played that game. It was part of our lives growing up. Tony Hawk net worth $140 million. Fucking shit. That's more than I thought. I was expecting. Dude is paid. Good for old Tony Hawk, man. All right, gentlemen. That is Justin Bieber. Okay. All right. So, all right, so I guess I'll go ahead with my final score. To be honest, it was pretty much everything I anticipated, barring the spitting in the face. That's where I really draw the line. That pisses me off severely. (laughs) I don't care who you are, man. You don't spit in someone's fucking face, dude. So, I'm going to be honest. I don't hate the kid. His music, to me, is entirely forgettable. But I'm going to rate him just... I had him at a four from the beginning. I'm going to give him a 4.5. Because of the spit. No, I'm going to give him a five because of the spitting. Oh, a full point. A full point for spitting upgrade. in the face. I've never spit in anybody's face. I never will. Fuck that shit. Very well done, Mikey. Buddy, what you got, brother? All right. So I'm pretty much in line with where I was at the beginning of the show. I think this kid just was the right place, right time, and just happened to catch social media and climb it all the way up. And, I mean, I can't hate him. I mean, I would have done the same goddamn thing. Now, what I wouldn't have done is spit in somebody's face, but I probably would have raced my Ferrari around a gated community. <laughs> goddamn right you would um, And I grew up with you. I know you. We yeah, would have raced totally, Ferraris and Lamborghinis around a gated community. I definitely That's what would've. we would have done. We would have done it. I would have hit third gear. I definitely would have hit third God gear. Goddamn right. All right. So I'm going to have to keep my initial assessment in at 4.5 for the Beebs. Excellent. 4.5 for Buddy. All right. So all in all, I believe that being an asshole and being a douchebag are different ways of life. Not all douchebags are assholes, but I will say that most assholes are douchebags. Would you guys? I'd agree with that. that? Yeah. Modern times. So he definitely made some mistakes in his life, but nothing people that oh so close to me haven't done. 
I couldn't imagine the jack wagon that I would be as a 19-year-old with endless amounts of money and the ability to do pretty much anything my heart desired. With all that being said, my asshole score for Justin Bieber is a 4.0. That was your original score? Eh, at the end. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I kept it the same. Honestly, looking at track record, like I said, a lot of the stuff he did no, <laughs> ring, I mean, ring close to home. I, I if it hadn't been for the spitting in the face, I would have left him where I was uh, had him initially. But spitting in the face, again, not fucking cool, man. I've seen some people spit at people. I have. I, I hate have, it. Yeah, it's yeah. Awful. And it definitely brings back memories for me of yeah. somebody that we grew up with. Yeah, yeah but, without uh, a doubt. So, shitty thing to do. Taking our three final scores combined, Justin Bieber's asshole score, 4.5. for Justin Bieber. So, And uh, if you guys disagree with us, make sure that you hit us up and tell us why you have a different score. If you have any ideas of people you'd like us to discuss, hit us up. There you go. Great show. See you next time on Asshole Court. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more of Asshole Court, find us anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. Give us a good rating on your favorite platform. It really does help. You'll definitely want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AHC Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, depending on what you have to say. So, until next time, remember the golden rule, and don't be an asshole, or you might find yourself on Asshole Court.